You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby. Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's start the show. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Hold on to your butts. Showtime, a-holes. In a world where most things are getting delayed and Corey Chance don't really have a chance to go to the movies. Tears are shed. <laughs> Everyone is sad. The popcorn machine is barren. You also feel terrible because you don't want to spend $19 to watch The King of Staten Island. Although that annoying-ass kid who laughs at every joke is not there. Although this is PG-13, where are your parents? <laughs> hey guys this is a uh, oh god my voice <laughs> this is Corey from the you you straight up went all like honest trailer that was a mistake <laughs> you have a better trailer voice than me I, you should have started off that bit i used to do that a lot in like uh the first half of high school even yeah. in high school because i thought it was funny yeah but the thing is it probably just like strained your voice a lot it did it was probably like half the well maybe it was probably like a, like a one percent reason why i went into no, radio sure. anyway oh funny <laughs> funny how things work but like this is the this is the box office bros podcast hey there this is this is you know yeah 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 day whatever without movies host, and theaters yeah i know your host with the most you know we're somehow making this podcast relevant hey mike it's Corey osborne hello but i have been i don't know i have my kiwi voice going all the time because i've been watching i just finished what we do in the shadows the second season oh, oh i need to gosh that. it is so good of course yes truck Yes, please mess with the sound of this podcast truck. We hey, love you. Those trucks are the backbone Thank of you. America. Whatever. Backbone of America. Oh, you <laughs> might get scoliosis. No, 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 no. <laughs> Truckers are really great. Truckers are awesome. They 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 do their thing and they're good. Unless you talk about the uh prevalence of the rail industry, then they get well, mad. Well, yeah, like well, here's my thing because like somebody on TikTok was talking about this and if you if y'all can credit the TikTok and whatever comments or wherever do that. <laughs> but um I don't remember the name of the TikToker, I'm sorry. But um there's this TikToker who's talking about how, you know, um the reason why like America doesn't have those like high speed trains or whatever mm -hmm. that other countries have is merely because of the fact of the fossil fuel industry mm -hmm. and how it actually would be a lot more efficient to um, transport things in certain ways. Like, yeah, that. like if the cargo rail network was bigger, like it not even high speed rail, just cargo rail. And then like, like you still have trucks. They just don't like crisscross the nation. Like they do. They just go to like, they just distribute where like rail is not as viable as an option. They're just not like, you don't have truckers who are gone for weeks at a time that you like do now where like there's a big sleeper cab and dad's gone for two weeks at a time, you know? No, for sure. For sure. Also, like there's this like little joke that pops up every once in a while where it's like, God, I wonder so much. And it's a picture <laughs> of a high speed rail network in America. <laughs> no, for sure, man. But with, you know, with that, with that down and out. Yeah. With our uh, public transit with, yeah, uh, with our, discussion out of the way. Um, yeah, the thing is, Cor or Chance and I have really... I was about to say Corey and I, dude. That's the... 
That's the weird thing yeah, about Corey squared. Right <laughs> but basically, what happened was that a lot of stuff has gotten delayed. Chance, let's start with um, slow. So Wonder Woman got delayed to October, correct? Correct. Correct. Wonder and Woman, the 1984, was first slated for July, then it was pushed to August, and now it's in October. Next thing we know, it's going to be coming out in 2084. My goodness. Oh, my gosh. Shoot. <laughs> but, oh. bro, it's, 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 it's a huge bummer, you know? It's, That's just good. it's so much closer to Black Widow now. I know, dude. And it's going to be two, like, you know, female-led powerhouses just kind of gone. You know what's amazing is that spot, like, before all this started was for Venom 2. No, for sure. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird because everything, like, not just movies, obviously, have gotten to a place where it's just all different now. Nobody thought they were going to be doing the things that they're doing right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And nobody thought that they were going to be wearing masks for extended periods of time. And nobody thought, like, it's just... It's just bonkers. And then people are like, hey, you know, Tenet's coming out in later July. And we're like, okay. Yeah, Tenet in theaters. Hopefully. Okay, we're going to shift it back a couple weeks. Okay, hopefully. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm excited to go back to the movies. But at the same time, I'm like, is it really even worth it? Yeah, it's you know? Because I don't know where these nasty... I don't know where these nasty people been, you know, where these nasty ass kids have been. No, exactly. You don't know. You don't know. It could have been. They could have been at their COVID cabanas. Chilling <laughs> out. <laughs> You know, getting oh ready God, to get in, re- getting ready to like just get everybody diseased. You know, like shit. <laughs> I'm Cheetah. I may be a villain, but wash your hands. No, for sure. <laughs> it's but, moving from August 14th to October 2nd. So yeah, about yeah, a yeah, six yeah. week jump. Like seriously, I was gonna watch that for my birthday. Yeah, I can't. I, that was like a full week before my birthday because my birthday is on August 9th. Dude, we were like, we're like birthday bros. Birthday but, buddies. But I don't know if that's like a week because you're in August second and nine. Well, two minus nine is seven. Well, we can. Well, yeah, kind of. Like what I mean is that approximately a week. How about yeah, that? That's what, uh, yeah, I was being a little exact. Different, like it. like it's a one Sorry. weekend difference. <laughs> don't but, question me on semantics. But what I well, basically, what I'm getting at is that it's just but sad, guys. And sorry about my big my big yawn. I Get slept some sleep. Corey. I slept way too much today. I don't even understand why I'm doing. Open a, big a yawn. window so the sunshine <laughs> wakes you up. When but are your blinds closed? Yeah, <clears throat> they are. But get one of those like, little light bulbs. Yeah, uh, smart ones that wake you up. Mm-hmm. I should. Maybe I should get one of those clap lights. Or like that one from my car where you have to yell at Rambo. <laughs> no, dude. God bless iCarly. Dan Schneider can go take a swan dive, though. <laughs> but not Jerry Trainer. We love him. No, we love Jan- Jerry. I Trainer. hope he hasn't done anything horrible. No, dude, because, like, gosh, I just can't get over, like, I feel like. How insane that man is? No, I just can't get over the fact that I genuinely feel like we grew up mm-hmm. and then we learned that the people who created the wide majority of our entertainment content back then mm. are complete creeps. And you yeah. even watch the stuff now or they like show iCarly clips right. or Drake and Josh clips or all these other things. And because like for all of you who do not know, uh, Dan Schneider, creator of iCarly and, and Victorious um, Victorious and was um, he Drake and Josh and Drake and Josh. Yes. 
and a oh, lot of no. other things. He had like a huge, really weird like foot fetish. And then he'd have like the girls do weird thing with their feet in the show. And I specifically remember that's being that, like, "That's an iCarly skit." Or yeah, like, it was. Like a thing and and there was pool? stuff. And there was stuff with um, Zoe One Hundred and One as well. Oh, and no. so it was like stuff where it'd be like, "Oh, that's a little weird and zany," but it turns out he was just being a huge creep. And it's like the world's best kept secret that he's a huge creep, but nobody really says anything about it because he was such a big like proponent of children's or like child acting career I in guess, Hollywood. And I'm like, that's gross. That's so, that's no bueno. We don't like that here. I guess it, like, I want to say it flew on. Cause like, did he like, because I feel like it flew under the radar because a lot of people who did like horrible shit, like Harvey Weinstein were getting outed. You know what I mean? Like, no, for sure. He just kind of flew under the radar because yeah. while it was bad, it wasn't, that bad yeah it wasn't as bad so that i can understand why that would be the case because i definitely feel like it was coming out because i I think as we as a society or even the internet as like a whole always searches for like the peak of worseness like they have to we have to find the worst thing ever no i get what you mean but no like you know i kind of thought like Butch Hartman was kind of strange just with how mm-hmm. like religious he is. But turns out Butch Hartman is probably the most normal of the group. <laughs> no, yeah. Butch Hartman's probably Dude. just the chill. He's well, like a little heavy handed with him with how he with, is. With how religious he is, but, but he's still like, like yeah. a pretty good at like he's still no, exactly. pretty wholesome. He seems like a decent guy. Like uh well, just because Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom. Of those shows. Good. Like, granted, Fairly Odd Parents probably should have uh, ended way sooner than it did. But mm-hmm. <laughs> A friend of mine, uh, Sparks from Iowa Western, we play Borderlands a lot. Uh, he reminded me of like this really funny moment. It was like a King Arthur episode of Fairly Odd Parents, and like if you remember, like King Arthur was like like the short, like he had the short like ginger bowl cut, and like he couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. Timmy gave him glasses, and he's like, "I can see." I can fight. And he gets buff. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. I forgot how oh fucking gosh. hilarious this was. I completely blocked block that from my memory. Uh, it was so good. Anyway, so. Oh, God, that's so funny. I'll do credit to Butch Hartman and the that's team That's hysterical. I love that. Very odd parents. But, uh. God, we just got right into kids programming, dude. No, for sure. But the thing is, that's what happens when you don't really have money. Right. That much so, yeah, Wonder Woman, that. that just sucks. But uh, yeah, Wonder, with Wonder Woman, that's a bummer. I wonder if we're going to get to like see Cheetah in a trailer anytime soon. No, yeah. Because like, the movie was going to be out in like a month. Yeah. Like we haven't seen Cheetah yet, mm-hmm. I guess. In October. They, they want to keep that a surprise for the movie. I understand. Yeah. That's actually a good lesson they'd learn. Keep the surprise for the movie. No, for sure. And don't like... Com- blow the proverbial load at the end for the third act like they did with the first one <laughs> that movie was literally perfect until the third act where they fight professor lupin yeah and then he's just like <laughs> i am, I am posh british aries i am aries let's go i am the mandarin <laughs> i am the mantra also You'll wonder woman see me coming also wonder woman i guess this is more of a critique of wonder woman in the dceu overall her powers are just like you know beam battles from her bracelets. It's kind of weird. They don't really define them. It's kind of it's kind of odd. It's like I'll absorb and then I'll like clang them together and then it'll just be like a big like energy thing back at you. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay. I thought like maybe if you like, it's almost like a pseudo how Captain Marvel works. No, for sure. Right? But I get what you mean. 
I don't know. Her powers are very vague, is all I'm saying. No, for sure. Not a huge critique, and, I'm just saying. And something that you were probably a little bummed about bummed. is that Gom- uh, Godzilla and Kong reverses Kong was has been pushed back to April. I just want to see big animals fight, okay? I know. Like, you just, you just want to see big boys doing some WWE action on each other. I'm tired of, you know, uh, I'm tired of all these... Without heavy, Vince McMahon. <laughs> tired of all, of all these heavy hitters making me sad. I just want to see some carnage. No, yeah. And, like, uh... Dude, uh, I just want to... I just want to listen to Eminem's carnage. I got carnage! Shut up! I got carnage in the orphanage! Ha! I'm so... Eminem Cinnamon! <laughs> What? I'm spinning them. Eminem. God. Harrelson. Carnage. I'm surprised that, because you know, Sony blows their load way too often with trailers. They really do be like. I'm surprised we haven't seen a teaser for Venom 2 yet. Yeah. But just because Morbius was supposed to be out by now, I think. Was Morbius supposed to be out like around now? It's June or July, right? Could you imagine the fact that we should be neck deep in movies right now? We really should be if it weren't for... This summer was supposed to be so fun. No, dude. This summer was supposed to be so... so, Because the thing is, I was talking talking, um, with my girlfriend about how, like, I feel like I, like, took last summer for granted almost. Because I had so much fun. Like, Like, I was going out to the lake. I was mm -hmm. doing all these different things that we just can't do right now. So it's like... uh, Like... I, honest to God, expected June to be so busy for me. And, you know, it might not seem like it from how much I talk about it on the podcast, but I'm, like, super enthralled in the world of sports. And oh, as he is. I'm sure most of you are aware, though, of sports is, you know, sports is canceled, baby. Uh, yeah. You know, and I was, like, uh, where I work at is, like, the radio affiliate for uh, the College World Series, which got canceled way back in March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just had the MLB draft online which was supposed to be at the holland center and then you and i both know and i guess the uh the olympic swim trials and you and i both know uh a girl named anna uh mm-hmm. bellinghausen who works at the Omaha sports commission and we both you know through math radio so we could have maybe been able to do something with that but and no, so that would have been and really that was all in the month of june that was that would have been so much fun so yeah stuff for the omaha swim trials yeah so but it's like ugh. it would have been like just to let you guys know for anybody who's listening outside of Omaha and all that kind of jazz because we have some people who listen outside of there. We actually do have the Olympic swim trials here, which is pretty dope. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where it's a really cool thing. Yeah. It's, and it's really it. awesome to watch. Like, even if you're not like covering it or involved with it or even like a fan really, of the really, sport, like it's really, really, really seeing, yeah, go ahead. seeing Olympic athletes in like in person is mm-hmm. just, it's it, as the kids would say, it hits different. It's so <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's really well, cool. How you say, as you the know? kids say, when you're 23. <laughs> Or you're 24. I am 24. That's 24. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a quarter of a century years old this year. Oh, oh God. They're back in my day. No. no, yeah, like seeing Olympic athletes and the fact, well, because, oh, like the College World Series is huge too. And like, this was the first year the MLB draft was supposed to be in Omaha. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently it was supposed to be the College World Series. I know this is not a sports podcast, so some people are probably tuning out. I swear I'll make this quick. Basically, it was going to be the College World Series, which is, you know, have some of the best. Uh, collegiate baseball players and then the MLB draft so they had all a bunch of them would be in town for when they'd get drafted by you know their team or by a team rather and then the Olympic Sloan trials so it's like a pretty big deal that just kind of been like no for sure so yeah I mean I'm sure a lot of you a lot of people have had this kind of like experience in their lives maybe it's like your favorite summer camp or 
a, a trip you do every summer or something yeah. like that. It's just, you know, well, no, we're all it's this like, together. Because I'm used to going to at least a few baseball games for the, over the College mm-hmm. World Series and everything like that. Even though I'm not even the biggest fan of baseball, I just really love going to watch. Baseball is honestly an experience it, yeah, exactly. to people who like aren't a fan of the sport exactly. in general. Like, I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but I sure do like going to the College World Series still, you know? like, uh, And it's like one of those deals where it's just... It's it's weird being relocated. It's weird because I was thinking about the fact that I was watching Spider-Man Far From Home last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we watched Endgame last summer. Mm-hmm. There was all these different things last summer that we were just all like going around doing and watching. The podcast was in its peak. We're having a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. To be completely honest, like and frank with you guys, more people were listening to the podcast because there's more stuff to listen to. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> there's yeah. like there's more stuff to listen to because we had more stuff to say, you know. And it's just been there was a little TV thing I did with you and where I could, you know push the podcast. Where no, for like, sure. Hey, listen exactly, and, it, and it's like one of those deals where it's genuinely a little frustrating. I didn't know we'd get guess we're gonna get this candid on the podcast today, but. You know, it happens. Well, you know, we're frustrated. <laughs> Everyone's frustrated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's just, like... It's the human experience. In regard, but in our deep melancholy, in our melancholy and whatever like it's that. It's like a sad and I do want, <laughs> I do want everybody to know that I hope y'all are being safe. And I hope y'all are making good decisions because... What is you wear the mask? It's really important. <laughs> Nobody, to be safe. Nobody cared about me until I put on the mask. Oh, don't put on the COVID. Ah, prevent the spread. Oh, nobody, nobody saw me coming. <laughs> Look how tough I am. I'm nerd. <laughs> I sent one of my nurse friends. Um, shout out to Kristen. She's a hero. Um, I sent one of my nurse friends the TikTok. Where it was like, nobody cared until I put on the mask. And it was like this nurse. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, my God. Uh, but. Yeah, so Kong is delayed until Kong versus Godzilla. Well, sorry. Booster cold. It's delayed till April. So we're going to, I'm assuming they're just going to like team up against Mega, Mega Godzilla or Mecha King Ghidorah or something. Or just like know. every human. Yeah, we all just combine into one like into one Dwayne the Rock Johnson and fight or, Godzilla. Or they could do like a Pacific Rim kind of thing. Where it's just like they make giant robots that like are like are controlled by humans and mm-hmm. then they face off against Godzilla and um uh, King Kong. Yeah. And That'd be pretty dope. And then the Godzilla and King Kong take but down... But it's not like Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, It's yeah. like Pacific Rim kind of type of they stuff. T- they take down the robots and then Chuck Norris saves us. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just but, making stuff up now. And then uh, the last of uh, the big ones that delayed, Matrix 4 gets pushed an entire calendar year. Dude, I just want to see my boy Yaya on screen. Like, bro. Like, um, he's the guy who plays um, in the Matrix. I think it was fantastic casting because he was amazing in Watchmen. Don't want to spoil Watchmen, so I'm not even going to expand on how he's amazing in Watchmen. I, but um like he was cast in um The Matrix and it's like one of those deals where it's just it is just a huge it's just a huge bummerino because I really do be loving The Matrix. It's it, there were some really good movies and I'm excited to see what they do with it. And, you know, they have a pretty cool cast. They have Keanu Reeves, obviously. They have Carrie Ann Moss. They have Jonathan Groff, who's um, um, uh, Sven. <laughs> oh, from, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I wonder if he's going to sing. Yeah, like I guess so. We have Priyanka Chopra, who's like a Bollywood star, really talented lady. Um, Jada Pickett-Smith is going to be in it. And yeah, she was in the old ones. Niobe, she's Niobe. Um, there's Jenna Hardwick or Henwig, who is in that god-awful um, Iron Fist show. Oh, uh, she... Uh, she's the main girl. Yeah, she was actually kind of good. She like, was good in the she show. Was like like the, she was one the of the good ones. only good parts in that show. Exactly. And Neil Patrick Harris is always good, as usual. My boy Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. He is in this as well. Let me see if there's anybody else in this cast that I really know. Not really. But... Yeah, like I was excited. I was really excited to, you know, dig into that stuff. But, you know. So that means they push back filming for a year. Yeah. Does that mean the Wachowskis are just going to sit on that in script? I think it's just one of the Wachowski it? siblings, actually. Oh, I thought. It, oh, yeah, yeah. It just is one. I think. Is the other one just as a producer? I don't know. I think this is the. I think this is literally just one of the Wachowski siblings. I'm not sure which one. Seems odd. I can check. I know it does seem a little odd, but it's Lana. Um, Lana's I'm directing it. Okay, I guess maybe it could be a thing where um, it could be a thing where they just maybe the other one just wanted to do something else. Yeah, I don't know if like Lily was probably off. Like I was just gonna check Lily's. um, Let's check her IMDb. See what she's up to these days. Because it doesn't even have her as a. um, It doesn't even have her as a producer for this thing for upcoming. Really, thing. So she is not a part of it. Because were they both like on Cloud Atlas or something? Yeah, they're they've. I'm pretty sure they've done like the bulk of their movies together. I can't really think of anything off the top of their head, off of my head, that they haven't done. Because the did both of them do Speed Racer too? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, dude, Speed Racer is one of those. um, Speed Racer is just one of those things that you forget was a thing, but then you watch it and you're just like what the hell <laughs> like i forgot like you forget john goodman's in that movie um oh my god Dude, i always forget that emile hirsch was speed that I've, just makes me laugh i forgot matthew fox was racer x do you know who matthew fox is um yes i do if any of you from wa- lost if you watched lost he's jack from lost dude that's so funny uh. but dude this this movie like that movie is an underrated gem because sure it's very stupid don't get me wrong it is very stupid right but oh my gosh like the way it's well made stupid like the way that the race is set up and the way that it is it's like a higher grade kind of spy kids kind of movie if that makes sense you know what i mean it's kind of like has that vision like robert rodriguez knew what he was doing a little more yeah like and i don't want to and i really don't want to harsh any of robert rodriguez's um mellow because he's really talented but it's like one of those things where he's kind of hit and miss on kids well the thing is the wachowski siblings are just really really good at nailing a visual aesthetic no matter how much you like dislike a movie or (laughs) how much it is ill-conceived in certain ways right the wachowskis really can just grapple onto something and just really make it their own and i just think that's i think that stuff is so cool well you like know? a lot like they definitely have their aesthetic because like the matrix and then like just off of uh lily's imdb uh director filmography you have you know sensate jupiter ascending cloud atlas speed racer like a lot of the a lot of games from the matrix series like they have like a, a writing credit in like they definitely well the thing is is like they 
I know they do probably write some of the content for those, but with it being their own idea, they right. instantly get in a, a writing credit. Right, you know? that's, that's true, like, though, I guess. A ton of writers get writing you know, credit for stuff that happens in Kingdom Hearts games. You know, yeah, yeah that's true. They didn't true. necessarily write it. You know, based on probably creators, would be better if they wrote it. Based on characters created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Yeah, you know? exactly. Or, you know, uh, Bob Kane for anything you see with Batman in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. It's just like one of those deals where I believe that it just sucks. Yeah, it's just one of those like I'm just getting at. It'll happen, you know. Like one day things are gonna be better, and like I need to not get too bummed about it because you know sometimes it's. I just really never realized how much I used movies as a form of escapism until now. Yeah, because <laughs> I'd be like, yes. I agree. Because I'd be like, yeah, I'll just go to a movie by myself. Because I'm a weirdo. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We are not for that slander here, Corey. Normalize going to movies by yourself. Okay? Honestly, it's really a self-care thing. I noticed that I just do it. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, uh, I went and saw Knives Out by myself because you were busy. And I wanted to see it before it left theaters. No, for sure. I, like, I saw, I saw like the Dragon Ball movie in theaters because like, no one wanted to go watch it with me. Dude, so that like, movie was so bad. I'm sorry that you had to do, subject yourself to that. Wait, no, no, not Dragon Ball Evolution. The, uh, the Dragon oh, Ball Super movie. The animated like, one. Like the God of... Um, uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly. Oh, yeah. That one was actually pretty good. I, oh, if you sure. If you like Dragon Ball at all... Or even know the lore a little bit, I'd recommend it. I really need to get. I'm not even that big of a fan. Well, I kind of like Dragon Ball. It was it was actually kind of like a fun time. Mm -hmm. Like I'm one of those ones. Like I'm weird. I'm like I like sports and I like movies. I like I don't enjoy anime enough to like listen. Like be like subbed where it's like because you know those people who be just like oh man subbed is so superior to the dub. And I'm just like for sure. Eh, I like Christopher. so, uh, Sabbath, he, his voice sounds nice and he does a good job with Piccolo and Vegeta. Here's my thing about all that stuff where people get really finicky about subs and dubs. And I know people are going to be like, like people just like it. Curry, you need to understand the authentic Japanese. You <laughs> <laughs> have to understand that you need to listen to the language. Do you hate the culture, Corey? No, I don't. <laughs> Jotaro. <laughs> Jotaro. Dio. <laughs> um, <laughs> but here's my thing. I really like enjoying the animation. And a part of me enjoying the animation is actually seeing it. Yeah. And like, sure, I like I will read subs if I have to. Like, for instance, I'm really I really love Demon Slayer. And I don't think there's really a dub for it yet, out yet. But I really enjoy it, so I watch the sub. Admittedly, some dubs do suck. No, exactly. Like, think about, like, I will go out and say it. Naruto's um, dub is hot garbage. Mm -hmm. Yuri Lowenthal is probably the only voice actor that I'm really all for in that cast in Naruto, because he's the one who plays Sasuke. But the only reason why I'm for him is because I realized he voiced um, Spider-Man in... um, spider-man ps4 and i'm like wow that guy did a better job than tom holland (laughs) so it's like one of those things where it's like you really gotta like i was like okay well that's good but the thing is mostly you it's really a case-by-case thing and i think that first off i know the japanese 
voice acting industry probably suffers from the same thing. It's just that obviously I'm not going to be as well versed. Right. Yeah, it's just... But I think the Funimation crew, yeah. the Koi Animation crew and all those people really need to hire more voice actors to do their thing. Right. Because I think that everything is begins to sound the same and that's where dubs begin to sound super stale. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like I understand like Vic Minogia, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Megan, no, I don't know. And um, Chris Abai and all those kind of guys. Uh, I understand they're very talented people, but give other people a chance to voice characters. Yeah, like let Chris you know? Sabat be All Might, but let someone else have a turn. Uh, something else. No, dude, he's really good as All Might. Well, yeah, his voice. I am here. <laughs> Hello, I. I can't even do it justice. But anyway, are you up to date on My Hero? By the way, if you haven't watched My Hero, you should totally watch My Hero. Academia. Uh, not yet. Where are you at? I know. I think I know what happens. I. Oh, it's because I watched the dub, and the dub isn't as far in the sub on Hulu. <laughs> But uh, I know you. I know you're gonna be so pissed off with me. You no, probably already are. But anyway, I'm, I'm 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 up to date on my hero. I think I have a general idea what happens. I'm not like super like uh, cranky on spoilers on the show that I just because I was curious. But uh, like if I go if I like go out and search for it myself, I don't get pissy if someone does it. Like on did something. You get to, did you like? Are you talking about the whole dream sequence thing that happened, or what? Yeah, are you yeah, yeah, about? That. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't watched right, it because anyway. it's really good. But and long story short, out. let people enjoy things, and you can go to the movies by yourself. It doesn't make you a weirdo. No, for sure. Because the thing is, I watched. Um, I actually had a group of people who wanted to watch the My Hero movie with me, um, and I never got to watch it. Um, like with them because I was busy, I was working, other things like that. Mm-hmm. But then eventually. I found myself on a Wednesday morning, uh, kind of like today, where I don't have to go to work until late. And then I was like, oh, well, I have some time. And so I would go ahead and I'd just watch a movie and then I watched that. So it's like one of those deals where, you know, it just happens. It's, it's especially good for those anime movies because they tend to be airing during the day. <laughs> they tend to have showings during the day. Well, time. yeah, the theaters know that they don't draw a huge crowd. But not dude. Usually. Anime. But. Regardless, just uh, just sucks that uh, all these movies are getting pushed. Like, I want like I guess kind of like uh, along the lines of that. I know we didn't talk about this, but like uh, like we uh, a couple of weeks ago, Avatar two resumed filming. Uh, I don't remember where Avatar two is filming, but they resumed filming, and then apparently the first film to resume filming in London is the Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, the first yeah the first one in London is the Batman. Mm-hmm. And now Jurassic World Dominion has resumed filming. Oh, I didn't even know they started filming. Why am I so dumb? Of course they have. No, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're of good. course they have. We talked about that. No, no, yeah. Apparently they've taken like <laughs> several millions of dollars with the precautions for Jurassic World Dominion. What is so funny? I'm sorry. I was <laughs> I was curious. We can get into this later. Like we can on air because I think it'd be funny because I have an idea for a little bit. Okay. But... <laughs> I didn't realize that Artemis Fowl has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, right no. Artemis Fowl I is forgot. Bad. We should, have you watched it yet? No, I've just seen everyone. Just like, every single movie Twitter account I follow is just like, yeah, this movie sucks bad. No, I'll, I'll go through some of the negative reviews and some oh, that's of the what positive That's what you're cackling at right now? Yeah, but oh, it's funny. So, okay, all right. You, you know, go on and continue your okay, so, Jurassic yeah, Dominion thing. Dra- oh, my God. So Jurassic World uh, Dominion, I think I I don't quote me. I believe I read an article that said like they're taking over like fifty million dollars with the precautions to get the movie, 
the production back started down the movie with like filming and stuff because the movie is slated for next summer just because uh, the Jurassic World movies have been like on a three year schedule, which uh, honestly for Universal is like restrained. What's coming out in 2021 in December? Uh, why can't Avatar 2? I don't understand. I don't understand why they can't just push it. Like, I'm sorry. It's like, I understand that you have your schedules and stuff, but I just don't like, I don't want them to, I don't want them to like, I know get their grips and makeup sick. I really don't want them to just rush this movie because I want a Jurassic Park movie to be good. Like I really do. So So it's like, ugh, because they rushed the Bond movies and it's just like, "Um, so I just don't like it when people rush things. My okay, so I don't want to get into a huge Jurassic Park discussion because I love doing that and I know how long I might go. Um, but do you so what do you you think that Jurassic World is just okay, right? Yeah, I think Jurassic World's okay. And then Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is garbage. <laughs> Bad. Uh, with you know, maybe a couple of cool scenes sprinkled in. But no, for sure. Um some very dumbass stuff in it. But so Colin Trevorrow's back in the director's seat. And, you know, just because how, how we were all hyped up on that um, script of Duel of the Fates and what he wanted to do with that Star Wars movie. Do you have confidence in it? No, I have For a conf- third Jurassic World movie? I have confidence because, but in him, but I feel like a part of it is because I want, I liked his small form storytelling that he did at like Battle of Big Rock. Yeah, that was I, that was cool. And I kind of want him to like hone and uh, hone in on those sensibilities because I can give I don't give two craps about the dual fates. That's a concept movie. Sure, it would have been better. Anything would have been better than the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but um, I don't want to see. I don't view him in the lens of that because that movie on paper it doesn't is better exist. than Rise right. Rise of Skywalker, but. We didn't have visual effects. We didn't have right. actual shots. You didn't have actual performances. All of these different things. Basically, sure, the script yeah. was better. I get that. Well, the only thing we go off of is that it is an actual sequel to the exactly. Last Jedi. Like it's an actual sequel. Like say what you will about the Last Jedi, the Rise of Skywalker is a pseudo sequel to it and a full sequel for um, the Force Awakens. for the Force Awakens, and it's not even that great of one. Um, so <laughs> we don't need to open that can of worms. I know here. exactly. Like if I talk about Star Wars, you know, we're just gonna get ourselves it, mad. You know, you know how it gets me. But um, basically, what um, I really want is I want him to hone in on really tight action and really and tight action and moments of awe. You know, because that's right. what captured you with the original yeah, Spielberg um, Jurassic Park. And the thing is, I know, like, I am really hard on these Jurassic movies, but it's just because I love Jurassic Park so much. Because the like, first one is so very, so very good. And bar. it's annoying that that's the only, that's probably the only one I really can wholeheartedly say that I love. See, the second the one, one is, the second one's fine. The second one's fine. The second one almost suffers from a Wonder Woman problem. No, for sure. Where, okay, pretty, oh God, what is happening? No, for like, sure. Like, okay, and then like, Alan, eh, now we're in San Diego. <laughs> and, Alan! <laughs> yeah, Alan. Yeah, and then there's the third one. I can't get over that. Alan. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> I got into a, I was playing Apex with some friends from camp last night, and we got the stupidest goddamn argument I might have ever gotten over an Xbox headset. What happened? So, okay, so uh, you've seen Jurassic Park 3, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. Cinematic classic. Um... 
<laughs> so there's a part where the have sp- you seen The Godfather three? <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways. <laughs> So yeah, the, you know the part where like that that uh, that satellite phone has that stupid jingle and it's inside the Spinosaurus. Yeah, and like yes. Anyway, stupid. So like anyway, there's like a little thing people like to. I'm sorry, just thinking about that movie. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> anyway, oh god. So there's a part You're breaking where me right now. Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. No, like I'm, a, I'm not to bust out the uh, my, my full Jurassic knowledge here. Anyway, um, so basically there's a part where like the two groups that got split apart and like the kid they were searching for find each other, and then like the Spinosaurus has the phone inside of it and they turn around and it's standing right there looking at him. Starts chasing them. They get through a hole in the fence. Anyway, it breaks through the fence. And then my friend and I were just like, you know what? It broke through that big metal fence and then it couldn't get through uh, this door. And then he said it was a wooden door. And I was like, no, it wasn't a wooden door. It was a metal door. (laughs) And that was the goddamn argument. And I was like, that's Jacob. I bet you a hundred dollars. It was a metal door. That's actually very funny. (laughs) So we looked up the scene and I was like, and I think he was messing with me because he looked it up and he was like, no man, this is wooden. And then I'm like, what? No, it's not. And then I looked up. So like in between rounds of Apex, uh, I looked at them like, Jacob, you're stupid. You owe me a hundred dollars. And it's like, look, it's got latches. Like it might be brown. That's because it's rusty. And the, but it was like the stupidest. Most I've talked about Jurassic Park 3 outside of a podcast. And, you know, honestly, God, I talk about Jurassic Park 3 outside of a podcast way too frequently. Like I talk about. Yeah, I don't know. Me and my friends just drift towards movies frequently. Like, nah, dude, no matter which friend group it Jurassic is. Jurassic Park is just a fun Because kids thing. like dinosaurs, and I am a child. But, but anyway. Um, no, yeah, so Jurassic World Dominion. Hopefully, you know, Colin Jordan. Hopefully, could, yeah. And like what you said with the tight storytelling, what I worry about is like all the legacy characters are coming back. You have Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern. Yeah. With Bryce Dallas Howard. And, yeah. uh I think Pratt. you can still do it, though. Hopefully, Clone Kid is, I don't know, been eaten. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but... uh, maybe maybe the only the only cool thing you could do with Annoying Clone Kid is that Jeff Goldblum is just like, uh, uh, this is what I fucking said not to do. Or something like that. Because he's like, yeah, uh, this is exactly what I said not to do. And none of you listened to me. And that's about it. And then... I can't believe how I'm about to admit how nerdy I am, but there's this like Jurassic World YouTube channel that I subscribe to. And he was like talking about like top 10 theories. And one of them was like Alan Grant meets the blue, the Velociraptor, considering how many times Alan Grant's almost gotten eaten by Velociraptors. So I don't know. Lots of potential. I hope it doesn't suck. And I hope they don't rush it either. Or get anyone sick making it. Well, speaking of something that was rushed to go into disney plus just so that they could (laughs) decide to you know they spent 125 million dollars on this movie disney and then covid happened and they're like you know it's quite shit anyways so let's just put it on our disney plus series er, er, service because you know let's that's where we that's where things go to die i guess um here's some um amy nicholson from film week says Test marketed to death and very weak. I guess if you have kids, this will kill 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's very hard to sit through, though. 
And oh, then no. glossy and empty exercise in world building is what Christy Lemire um, said from Roger Ebert. This failed Harry Potter wannabe replaces the naughty fun or naughty fun of that kind of sounds awkward. That's a funny. That's a weird way to word that naughty fun fun of Ian Colfer's YA books for about a 12 year old um, criminal mastermind with a dramatically inert and emotionally empty film. Dude, Peter Travers from uh, Rolling Stone is the most pretentious dude on the planet. He's a great movie reviewer, but bro. More stop pretentious than Armand White? Like, stop. Armand White is just an idiot. Okay. <laughs> but Pretentious versus stupid. <clears throat> but um, Philip D. Semelian, sorry if I'm butchering your name. Uh, it's 90 minutes of barely established characters doing half-explained things with mysterious objects. Wow, that sounds like a porno. Um, (laughs) Kenneth Branagh directs and gives the film a crisp look and can't make heads or tails of what's going on. There are Shakespeare monologues easier to digest than this convoluted story. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. But here's if I'm wrong. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, uh, you go ahead. I've been talking. Say, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't like Artemis Fowl like beloved children's series? It is. A lot of people love Artemis Fowl, and like I even read the first book, and it's pretty good. Like I liked it quite a bit when I was younger. Like it's kid genius, Artemis. Yeah, it's kid genius. But like, what they really need to get into the fact that Artemis Fowl is the villain of these books for a good portion of them. So he's Dennis the Menace, but yeah, like, genius. like he's a bat, like he's not a good kid. He's not on the right side for the longest time. And I think Disney hates like stories like that. And so they didn't want, they wanted the like, like they wanted the notoriety of doing an Artemis Fowl book without actually without the footwork without. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of like an, ugh, a white bother. No, exactly. And I think that this is funny because the audience reviews are even more funny. Nick F says, where do I begin? Can I give rating a zero? <laughs> this is this version has been bastardized to fit, to fit Disney's vision of family friendly that they lost everything that made Artemis a great fa- um, character with a one point five hour runtime that just feels like an eternity it's so boring and hard to follow i actually think the casting was decent except switching route with a male to female i which i which i believe was done because they wanted judy dench or whatever and then yeah judy dench is in this movie yes judy dench is oh judy dench has had several strikes in a row (laughs) terrible jeff c says terrible acting horrible line even Josh Gad couldn't save the sinker. Stinker. Okay, Jeff. Oh, hold on. I'm hold sorry, on. Jeff. Josh Gad save a stinker? Jeff, c- calm down. Josh Gad can. Josh Gad hasn't been in something good since the Book of Mormon. Anyway. Josh Gad was in Pixels. <laughs> Disney has. Um, wasn't Kevin Smith the president in, in Pixels? Kevin James. Kevin James. Why well, I say Kevin Smith? I always Because he was a kind of a chubby fella named Kevin. You're right. He was also uh, Caucasian. You're forgetting. Disney has once again proved that special effects don't guarantee audience satisfaction. And um, if you haven't read the books and haven't watched any any good movies and are under the age of five, you might enjoy this movie, is what (laughs) Ewan said. Ewan M. And then Daniel C. said, for the family, good movie. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Uh, Daniel is pure. Uh, like let's lay like Daniel, he looks like a sweet dude. You, you can do that. But regardless um Caleb C spelled with a K. Wow, that's crazy. Um regardless of if you've ever read the movies or not, do not waste your time with this movie i can confidently say that for the first time in my life disney has created a truly awful movie that's not true they've made some awful movies before um <laughs> why is oh shoot this is a book i'm not reading all this uh, pete's dragon for instance dude he's he he's going he's going happy ah i like mistakenly clicked on a video that happy wednesday i know it's kind of like sarah palin that's funny ew Parasailing, Sarah Palin, Parasailing, Sarah Palin, but oh. you know, so yeah, uh, this Artemis is a, foul is bad. Like know? this is this has kind of inspired me to actually kind of watch Artemis Fowl just to see what the fuss is about. I feel like a lot. I think it might be like a good like take a shot movie. Yeah, like, like I don't know. Anytime something stupid happens, if you wanted to die. Like, okay, so my kidding. imagination is it's a whole. Okay, so not evil. Not evil boy genius, just boy genius, because he's like 12, correct? Yeah. So I'm just going to assume it's stupid hijinks the whole movie with very low stakes, like, oh no, the orphanage is being sold to the bank, or something like that. Like, apparently the plot has, like, the, because basically he's, he's Junior. Junior. And there's Artemis Files Senior. Oh, so. Uh, and, like, like Colin Farrell, that's got, he's played by Colin Farrell <laughs> in the movie. And it ain't like, junior. Hey, junior. <laughs> but basically, what 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 had happened is that he's trying to find his dad because his dad stole some stuff, and you know, yada yada yada, and then, uh, stuff ensues. Blank, blank, blank. You know, bullet, bullet, bullet. Gun, Have gun, you gun. Seen this man. <laughs> but no, for sure. So it's just like one of those deals where I like. I just really want Disney to because Disney does some of its stuff correctly. Don't get me wrong. You know, we're some of the biggest Marvel fans in the room and Mm. like we're some of the biggest Marvel fans around. Like, bro. Yeah, we like we love Disney. We stand like Sebastian Stan. (laughs) We Sebastian Stan, Stan, Stan. (sighs) We we stand Sebastian Stan, Stan, Stan. Anyways, Stanley. (laughs) R.I.P. But make me come down there. (laughs) You little punk. But uh, I really just, (laughs) I really want Disney to understand that money doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a good thing. And you have to like, I don't know. I just think your fans will be a hell of a lot happier if you pay more attention to detail and you pay more attention to storytelling. Because this isn't the first awesome looking um, CGI filled with really cool stuff from ILM effects around it and all this stuff that has right. turned out to be a steaming pile of doo-doo, you know? And right. so it's like one of those things where I'm, I mean, I guess, it's, I don't know. I just, it, it just, it, it's, it's disappointing, you know, it's very disappointing. And I wasn't even the biggest fan. Like I really like the first Artemis Fowl book. I do, but it still bums me out that a lot of people who are heavily into this franchise, I can't believe what I can't believe this is a Kenneth Branagh directed movie. No, for sure. But the thing is, is when you're directing a movie for Disney, are you really directing it? (laughs) Well, he directed Thor for Disney. Was it Disney back then? Yeah, uh, Disney acquired Marvel in '09. Okay, and that came out in '010. 
11. 11? I okay. I think Thor and Captain America came out. Both came out in 11, I believe. Okay. If I'm recalling correctly. One of them might have been 10. But, but like, also, like, so bad movies. But, like, and I need to not just put it on Disney. But, like, bad movies can just be bad movies. But a part of it is that, like, people from Disney were still watching the dailies for that movie. They're still doing all of that thing, all of that stuff with that movie. And you know what I'm pretty sure that they thought? They're probably like, ah, whatever. It's a kid's movie. They'll, it's a kid's book. Whatever. It's a kid's book. They'll they'll have fun. Like, I, I think they just wanted another buzz for their kid's movies. Like, like when they dropped Frozen early or something like that. It's It makes me think, what... Why make this... Why make... Why title this Artemis Fowl if it's not going to be Artemis Fowl? You know? No, for sure. You know, if it's like, just going to be the characters and then a completely different setting and personality and way they jive together, like... What's the point? No, it's just a bummer because they're going to have to wait 10 years for Netflix to get the rights to make a really good TV show out <laughs> Like, of you it. could just name Artemis Fowl Francis McDonald, and he'd probably, this movie would just fly under the radar. No one would care. No, nah, and apparently the trailer, like, that original trailer that I actually really liked, yeah. um, there's none of it, basically. None the, of it, only oh the entire God. movie. I was like, wow, this looks super interesting. Wow, I'm really digging the visual. And they had this like cool music with it too, and it was a really well shot trailer. But you know, it worked on me because I'm a dummy that you know succumbs to multimedia <laughs> marketing. <laughs> Where's my Funko Pop? Yeah, they're just. I was just like, bro. So it's I probably don't just like an hour and a half episode of Young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't your like parents watch Young Sheldon, or who watches Young? Yeah, Sheldon? Yeah, my mom and stepdad watch Young Sheldon. Oh gosh, I love that. I love to hear that. That's so funny. Young Sheldon. <laughs> they like they like every I swear to god they That's so pure, honestly. They, it is pure because they have like a show that they watch almost every day. Like it's kind of adorable, honestly. Like they have they watch so many like police or crime procedurals. Mm-hmm. Like they watch the regular NCIS. I don't think they watch NCIS. Maybe in my st- uh, Los Angeles. I think my stepdad likes NCIS in Los Angeles. They watch um uh Welcome to the Neighborhood with, uh, it's got Cedric the Entertainer and that one guy from oh, yeah, uh, dude. New Girl. No, dude, he's they, great. They like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do they watch? Uh, and, and it's Cedric, by the way, just to let Cedric. you know. Cedric. Okay, Cedric, not Cedric. All right. See, this is good. Um, no, I just want you to not Cedric. like say that. Because the thing is, if you say that in front of like another black person, they'll just be like, <laughs> Cedric, <laughs> the Entertainer. <laughs> That boy's that man's been in our household for years. You can't pronounce his name. That's literally how they'd say it to you. That's how my auntie would say it to you. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I deserve to be bored. <laughs> no, but yeah. So it's got him. I don't remember that dude's name from. It's got um, who played uh, Rochelle from uh, Everybody Hates Chris. If you remember that dude, Everybody Hates Chris is so funny. Underrated and not talked about. No, very very. Awesome show. It's also I only watched it when it. I only watched it when it was off the air. Yeah, I only watched it when it was on Nick at Night. Yeah, like it. It's also like the first time I was ever exposed to Terry Crews. Oh yes, he was amazing as the dad. And <laughs> did you hear like uh, sidebar? Sorry. Did you hear about um, basically Terry Crews talking about how they're going to address like police violence and different things like that and brutality in the next season of Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was really interesting because a lot of people were like calling into question, you know, so glorifying cool. police media during times like this or like police shows or anything. Well, like that. it's and like I thought, I thought it was a really interesting response. Like a lot of people were just like, uh, 
Brooklyn Nine Nine is how the police see themselves, and maybe how the police should be. No, for sometimes. sure. No, like, and that's honestly the way I kind of see it too, because like as dumb as like Jake Peralta, Jake is, Peralta can be. He usually does the right thing. Ex- exactly. Like as dumb as he is, even though he's like he loves like Die Hard and guns and like you know blazing guns yeah. and all that kind of stuff, he still seems to be a really good, and he seems to do stuff actually way better than a lot of real police officers. Right. So it's like one of those things that I think is really interesting. Not to mention that, you know, the boss, the start, well, I guess I'm not sure. I haven't watched the end of the current season, but you know, as you know, a gay black man, I think that, you know, that's pretty good. Like good on them. Cause like, you'd Dude's, like to think it's not. Captain it's, Holt is Captain like, Holt is great. He's the runaway best character of that entire show. He's <laughs> so amazing. Like <laughs> Hitchcock and Scully and all. Oh, like, yeah. If you haven't watched, Brooklyn Nine Nine. You really do need to watch it's it. Like, it's a very, very good it's like, show. It's a all right. We'll get the championship belt. It's like it's a cummerbund. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, so do we want to move on to uh, what uh, the DC uh, yeah, company we, has been talking about? Yeah, we get, all these people are having their own events with you know with E three getting canceled. Honestly, I feel like they should just cancel E3 for the rest E3, of the time. E3, Comic-Con. Because, like... It's up, dude. No, like, no, but, like, hey, don't get me wrong. I love and I look up to these events. But from the people covering them, I don't think anybody likes covering E3. Because, <laughs> like, I was watching this video of a certain YouTuber talking about how he got press credentials. But when he went to go shoot video there, they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You have a camera that has a detachable lens on it? And he was like, yeah. And they're like, you're not allowed to have cameras with detachable lenses. What? I don't know why I went into my John Mulaney voice for a second there, but I guess I'm keeping it. So he, so basically his brother happened to have like a camp, like a, a 4K camcorder. So mm-hmm. they just used that instead. But they had to like sneak tripods in. And all of these different things. And mind you, they have press credentials. And it's like, what is going on? And all of these people think. And then they turn around. And the ESA, the people who lead up E3. Because E3 is a, it's a magazine, isn't it? Well, like E3 is like the gaming or like the gaming journalism right. trade, all that, whatever, whatever it is. The big company, the ESA that runs it. Basically, mis- <laughs> in a link... <laughs> They had all the addresses of the pundits and everybody from the IGN people from all these things just released to the public, which is so dangerous because doxing is a thing and swatting is a thing. And And Keemstar is a person. Exactly. Keemstar is such garbage. But it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah. What were you thinking? So what I was getting with that is like with the PlayStation 5 event, being really awesome in my opinion and that's coming from a huge sony shill like (laughs) i love playstation so much like i love nintendo but i even love playstation more than nintendo like those are my those are my things like i and the thing is like eventually i'm probably gonna buy an xbox but it might just be one of those cheaper xboxes that come out of it we just like you know download the multiplayer games and play together. like i really yeah because the thing is i would buy an xbox to play games with chance pretty much that's us (laughs) but Regardless of all of that and all of these things, what we really need to be getting into is that's how DC, awesome Horizon looks. Yeah, it looks it looks awesome. Horizon really does look good. 
Never knew how much I needed metallic animals. I need to play Horizon Zero Dawn. No, nah, dude, it might, like, hopefully, because the thing is, I feel like PlayStation's going to start laxing and yeah. being like, okay, I'm going to put some of our games on PC. Because the Xbox like One X, X's price has dipped significantly, so I bet the PS4 and the PS4 Pro is going to Oh, dude, you, the thing is, you'll, you'll be able to cop, dude, like, especially the PlayStation 5 coming out, you'll be able to cop, like, a PlayStation 4 base model for $200, probably. Maybe Sweet. even less. But can't wait to hear it from my parents. What did you do? No, but like what, what video games, mom? Leave me alone. <laughs> but what I but so with sorry. <laughs> so with the PlayStation Five event happening, and with the Xbox Series X um, event happening in July, and uh, with like all these cool things going around, everyone's got their own party. <laughs> and with like everybody's starting to do their own thing, and with Comic Con um, canceling, that means that other people are going to do things like dc fandom this is the new event that dc's doing there's going to be some announcements and the funny thing is the stuff that's exciting me isn't even really the movie part of it <laughs> video games have been on the mind because that's been most of what i've been doing lately yeah for instance but um oh, sorry. no sorry but wb games mm-hmm. they're they're announcing something so i know i need batman arkham but and they said the funny thing is they said no we're not going to announce it but they're like but we do have an announcement at this thing i'm like so what are you announcing then i was gonna say they've been pretty unsubtly like uh hinting at court of owls no for for a while now for sure like the wb games account was like unactive since 2015 Mm -hmm. and then it started like tweeting like little cryptic little owl symbols no for sure but basically dc fandom they're going to be talking about movies you're going to be talking about comics they're going to be talking about everything dc it's happening in august later august i believe and um basically it's going to be like their own little comic-con and honestly i don't understand why they don't just do this already because i specifically remember phase two being announced in the el capitan or the el capitan theater that was um yeah i thought was that phase two or phase three that was phase Three. I think it's yeah, it's phase three. Phase actually. two was almost over. Okay, uh, yeah, no, you're no, you're right. You are. It was right after Guardians. No, you're it was definitely a, couple, like a month or two after Guardians came out. No, you're definitely right. But like, I but I specifically remember, like, I think it works better when they have their own events. It's cheaper for them too because they're just paying for a venue. They're just doing their thing. They don't have to like be beholden to the to dumb companies like the ESA or right. Comic Con or anything like that. And like, don't get me wrong, these places are really cool places to show stuff. But the thing is, they've put a lot of restrictions on people. They put restrictions on journalists and podcasters like us. Right. <laughs> like they've done a lot of things to make it harder for people. So Hi, I I'd say, like one badge. Okay, three hundred dollars, please. Yeah, exactly. So I say, f it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go go that with them neat. doing their own independent events. Because how much trouble do people have with D twenty three? How much trouble have you heard from people getting from D23? Besides the fact that you can't really use your phone while you're there, which makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say, they got that stuff on lockdown. No, like, because D23, like, is that's not a ridiculous thing to act. Right. If you're showing unfinished footage of a movie that you don't want the public to see, it just makes sense. Right. It, it makes sense. It's just the thing. But regardless of all that, I, um, like, they're... Warner Brothers or Warner Brothers is going to be there at this DC event. Uh, Zack Snyder is heavily pushing his Snyder cut at this thing because he's going to have a panel there. 
That's good to see he is um, not a healthy movie. Yeah, and I'm glad that I'm glad he's doing well. You know? You know, I may not like his movies that much, but glad to see he's doing all right. I really like Zack Snyder. Like I think that he makes some interesting movies, but I think that I'm not a huge fan of all of them. But just not a super fan he's of all a his very, creative choices. He's a very interesting guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he seems to be doing a lot better than he was before. Right. So it's like one of those things where um it's one of those deals where there's panels happening i guess we get to find out what's happening with the dc shows we're going to be figuring out what happens mm-hmm. with the movies we're going to see if ezra miller got fired or not probably <laughs> dude that'd be so funny if they like switched ezra miller with um, grant gustin with grant gustin <laughs> honestly i'd be okay with it i really like the grant gustin flash do you think grant gustin is tired of being flash though yeah probably like i think they needed a shelf that the Arrowverse, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's just like gotten, they just need to shelve it's it. It's gotten too bloated for its own good. Like they need to shelve the Arrowverse and they need to put all of their movies on like DC or they need to put all of their movies on HBO Max. Everything and they on HBO to, Max. They just need to shelve. They need it. Well, they could absorb. DC Universe they just needs have, to be a tab. Yeah, exactly. Like HBO DC. Max. Yeah, DC. Yeah, because the thing is, is like I'm not paying for another st- streaming service. I'm just not. I, I don't know how hard it is to integrate one app into another, but it can't be that hard, could it? No, for sure. Because literally, um, do you have HBO Max? I don't yet, just because, well, I don't know. I'm not sure if we had this conversation before, but or I think we did. Yeah, I think we did, we but did, I was just like, wondering if you want, if you've got it since then. No, I haven't got it yet. I'll probably get it soon just because I want to watch the Black Dynamite cartoon. No, for sure. <laughs> Dynamite. Sorry. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. Because you literally, a person, you, somebody who does not have hbo max have literally seen what hbo max is Mm -hmm. because they do have these tabs at the bottom Mm -hmm. of the screen and at the the side they have they have the sesame street workshop right they have adult swing cartoon Mm -hmm. all these other different tabs just like disney plus does exactly and they can easily and they have a dc one all they need is universe on it they just need to get the DC universe on well, it and get all those other things, you that, know? That doesn't milk more money, Corey. I know, and it's just like, I think they, they want their cake and they want to eat it too. And it's just kind of ridiculous. They want their cake and ice cream. Yeah, exactly. They want their cake, they want their ice cream, and they don't want to gain weight. <laughs> it's like one of those they things. They only want to be thick on the hips. <laughs> <laughs> they want to, yeah, goodness. But it's just like... I think that I personally think that they need to cancel all those DC shows. And like, what's this bull um, with what's happening with the Supergirl? I don't even watch Supergirl. They're literally recasting and having somebody who's not bat, who hasn't been Batwoman becoming the new Batwoman. Are you kidding me? Is it the same character? No, it's not the same character. They're they're casting a new lead who's this zany weirdo who's going to become Batwoman. And she's like. So was the character Cassandra Kane? Yes. I say just stick with Cassandra. That's the way the story is already heading. Like, what are you going to do? Rewrite an entire season just because you happen to have a falling out with your um, last lead? Just recast it. It's not that hard. I mean, the only way I could see you possibly, because let's see, what was this? It was in the uh, like Paul Dini uh, verse of like the Batman animated universe where like uh, it was like the Batwoman one where like, Cassandra Kane, like two others were like, like all like three women were Batwoman at the same time. Like they would take turns in the costume so no one would find out it was them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
maybe you could do something like that. But I think uh, what's the uh, actress's name who plays uh, who who played Batwoman formerly? Uh, Ruby Rose. Yeah, Ruby Rose. I guess Ruby Rose is not coming back, so you can't just like have her in for a couple episodes. Like, all right, I'm gonna shuffle off because uh, I tweaked my ankle and I hate all of you. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be a pain in the ass to ride around. I'm not. I'm just kind of surprised this just didn't go the route of. Uh... I just think they're creating more work for themselves. Yeah, they are. Like, well, if they pissed off Ruby Rose that much that, that she doesn't want to come back, I guess what choice did they have? No, for sure. Well, I mean, what do you do? Like, because did they have like a Barbara Gordon character that was Bad Girl in that show? Because if they didn't, then I didn't watch. The, I never watched the show. Did I? Just... I. I just think that it's really, really silly. You know, I, don't know, I think like honestly, the CW verse is so contrived at this point. Like, I don't like it's just so like it's just bloated. You know, like I don't know. Like, I mean, the same thing could be said for Marvel, but Marvel is usually of a higher quality, usually. Uh, and you don't have Arrow season four in uh, <laughs> in any Marvel films. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That sucks, but I kind of. But I want to know, or I guess what I got all like excited for, for a DC fandom was, well, I guess first you get information on Bat, the Batman. Boom, 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 boom. That Michael Giacchino scored though. Anyway, anyway, Michael uh, Giacchino. Look what they did to Giacchino. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm really excited for what they would have to say about James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. That's I've been waiting so long to hear anything about that. That's what I want to know. Like I want to know, like give me a trailer, give me some images, give me just give me something. Like in, apparently they're doing holograms or something. Like that's how they're they're not doing Zoom meetings. They're doing holograms of the future. Church. I heard. I don't know. Like show me what King Shark's gonna look like, or show me what. I don't know. Just show me something with. Uh, that please and i guess if they are going to announce a new arkham game that would be really cool because i've been missing arkham like everyone's been talking about spider-man i'm just like hey wait a minute man arkham walked so spider-man could run okay uh but also i guess this is kind of related but i heard rumors that uh at&t wanted to sell warner brother games and uh, rocksteady uh, did you hear those rumors? I saw those rumors, and I just, like, if they want to sell them, sure. But please sell them to somebody like Xbox Game sell Studios, or sell them to PlayStation, or sell them to PlayStation Studios, or sell them to literally anybody besides Activision or EA. <laughs> I will e- I will even be okay if they sell them the Xbox because first of all that will force a chump like me to buy a stupid Xbox. <laughs> Welcome to America, Ruby. <laughs> Chance just hates thinks that I hate America because I prefer PlayStation. <laughs> it's um it's honestly my only comeback because you have a bunch of games I want to play. <laughs> nah, for sure, exactly. Like Spider Man PS4 is amazing. Spider Man, God of War, Spider-Man Horizon. <laughs> yeah, those three. And Miles Morales. Is coming out. Yeah, Miles Morales. I want to play, dude. Uh, it's gonna and like, oh gosh, did you watch that? Um, like Kenna or yeah, Kenna Bridge of Spirits game. 
no matter. I'll, I'll show you a trailer after the after we're done recording. Right. But it looks really, really cool. I saw the Resident Evil thing from that presentation. No, for sure. I saw that, like, uh, I guess it's kind of that live, die, repeat game. But that looked kind of cool. Like, the guy who voiced it sounded all kind of awesome. Just like, might die a million times for these. Like, I don't know. It was kind of cool. No, for sure. And, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah. Just... Just let it happen. Just do you th- okay, so I know we're jumping back on to DC. Do you think we're gonna get another trailer for Wonder Woman then? Add this? Um, I think we will. Because we haven't seen one since whenever because we like recorded like so we hung out with Caleb in your apartment that one time. I don't mm-hmm. think we've seen a trailer since then. Like what was that, February? Mm-hmm. I think I think so. Like because uh, yeah, this is kind of like another like frustration of the pandemic is like we haven't seen a bunch of trailers that we would have seen by now like because Eternals like you know was supposed to be where Black Widow is right now on November 6th and uh, so we would have probably gotten that trailer back in April but now it's in March so we can expect that trailer or no is it is it in February it's February or March think it's february anyway eternals is early next year anyway so we should be expecting because i think we got the cap the first captain marvel trailer in august when that movie dropped in march so we should be if because if that movie comes out in february we should be expecting a trailer for eternals in sometime in july mm-hmm. if you can't tell i really wanted the eternals trailer i want it uh i guess and then i guess by that means because we should because venom 2 was originally supposed to drop in october and we, if I recall correctly, we got the first Venom trailer in the February before the first one came out in October. So that was probably right around when COVID was first ramping up. So they probably put that on the back burner because everything's got to be pretty much close to being done with filming on Venom. Venom 2, excuse me. Uh, Corey's texting, so he can't do his uh, Eminem impression. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I kind of wanted to bring attention to it before you did. <laughs> but... Yeah, I guess there's that, and then, I don't know, and it's weird, because next summer we're, I guess, yeah, because we talked about the news way long ago, about how uh, the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie is being pushed back to fall of 2021. Like, didn't we talk about that, Corey? Yeah, we did. God, that's so, God, that's so weird. No, dude, like, this whole, it everything has just been such a crap fest. Sorry, I just got an email that I was like, oh, and he answered this, but I realized I was also in the middle of doing You're a hired. podcast. I'm sorry. But I just got really excited about this email. I'm sorry, guys. I'll let you guys know about some stuff later. But Hooray. no, for sure. Yeah, Corey's my sugar dad now. That's yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. But money. Sorry. Money, money, money. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, is there anything Corey's else in this? Got the money. I got. Know, like, I know. I mentioned Ooh. Suicide Squad, and like briefly mentioned Batman and Wonder Woman. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention? Well, the thing is, I'm really excited for James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Dude, like, we have heard almost nothing about that. Yeah, we've we, the only thing we've heard is James Gunn be like, "No, I'm on schedule." He's like, "Hey," and James Gunn was really smart because he's like, he started remote working pretty much before anybody else in main right. movie started it. So he's he was very very smart with the way that he did everything, and so. I'm kind of excited. I'm super excited. Very excited to so see. So pre-production could be done by the time. Exactly. Because it it's coming going. out in 2022, right? Maybe. I I'm don't pretty know. Sure. And so like, I'm, I'm stoked to see 
them have that amount right. of heart, you know? Yeah, because it's uh, basically the only thing we've gotten is like James Gunn's directing it and uh, James Gunn posted a little poster with all the names on it last summer and he was just like, all right, some people are on this uh, poster. Some of them may live, some of them might die. You decide. And then we're like, oh, that's cool. And then <laughs> that's all we had. That's all we have had since, uh, I don't know, what was that? Late last year or something where we got James Gunn like tweeting about it? No, for sure. Because it seems so long ago that James Gunn got tossed. What was that? Summer 2018 or 2019? I can't even remember anymore. Oh, God. Been in quarantine too long. No, but I, I'm DC fandom. And I guess I kind of had this little uh, ADD thought before we started recording, but like, does that mean Marvel's going to have their own event, even though they had a D23 presentation last year? Because, correct me if I'm wrong, they announced basically all of Phase 4 and then Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, What If, um, and Loki. And then at... And then at D23, they brought out casting for the Eternals and for What If. And then they announced Captain or uh, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. Was that what happened to D23 last year? Yeah. Okay, so, because D23 is not is biannually, not annually, correct? It's, yeah, it is biannually. So it makes me... Oh, did you hear about, did you remember that um, Star Wars Celebration got canceled this year? That's which, true. Which, they... like, big whoop, honestly. Mm-hmm. They yeah, have nothing like, to talk the, about anyway. The only thing they would have to show us is Mandalorian stuff. Yeah, that's true. But if anything, can, the Mandalorian stuff is more ready now than it is it, yeah. back then. Exactly. Uh, that reminds me. Uh, like, this is not related at all. It's only because of uh, Bill Burr being in that one episode of The Mandalorian of uh, Bill Burr and the Joe Rogan podcast. Did you see any of that? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like <laughs> Bill Burr was like, like being annoyed at people being tough about wearing masks. He's like, it's a mask. Why are you being so tough about wearing a mask? You think you're tough because you care about it? You're not tough because you care about other people or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's really good. Like They all, they both had like huge cigars. It was borderline hilarious. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I guess because... So I guess we could have like a little Star Wars event or maybe a Disney event because... Because I believe... Uh, there was supposed to be a Disney movie coming out this fall called, uh, what was it called? Rhea's Dragon? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, we never see a trailer for that either. Like, it no. makes me wonder if it's been shelved or canceled. I think or... it's probably just been pushed. Because I haven't heard anything about because, it. Because, like... I... I thought that sounded kind of cool, and no, I haven't heard anything about it. No, for sure. Like, uh, it's... So, like, it makes me wonder, like, are they just going to be like, okay, this is going to be a little impromptu little d23 this year because of uh you know there's no panel presence at comic-con there was no cinecon or cinemacon there's no there's no nothing for nobody so i don't know like uh i mean i'm not the i'm not a multi-billion dollar corporation so i can't tell them what to do Mm -hmm. for sure (sighs) but yeah like bros brothers and sisters here's the thing even though we're in hard times at this moment of time ye doggy the movie news is gonna get up real soon where can i spit we 
<laughs> we ain't gonna quit you no more, but we might quit this podcast right now. Yeah. Just so we can chill out, have a good old time. Theaters might be but... open in next month, but I'm <laughs> really skittish about doing that. No, nah, but we're not quitting the podcast. We're just we're just ending the episode. We're winding it down. Thank you all for listening. Brush your we teeth. Love, <laughs> we love y'all at the Box Office Bros Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay connected. All have a great time. And this has been Box Office Bros. Out. Thank you for listening to Box Office Bros. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Have a great day. And see you next time. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. And now for my next impression, Jesse Owens. Peace out. Later, Tater. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.